talk about sweat block here. Sweat block is, as you've uh, Glenn has been talking about quite a bit lately, um, the, the best antiperspirant he's ever used. He says, mm. which is pretty amazing. I haven't actually used this stuff yet, but he's he's uh, he raves about it. And they have these wipes, Pat. They're mm-hmm. called I guess they're sweat block wipes, and they you use them once a week. Like we really have to get these for Jeffy. Seriously, Jeffy is the sweatiest person. I oh, we make yeah. fun of him a lot. Okay. It could we, be 60 degrees and he's sweating like a pig. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we make fun of Jeffy a lot. At times exaggerate some of the things about him. Uh, like his criminal record, for example. He's mm-hmm. up for multiple felonies, but not. There's, some of them are misdemeanors, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, he, but he is like, he has a legit issue with it. He hates it. And we will go do the show and their lights are on and he starts sweating. He hates it. This stuff, supposedly you wipe once every seven days. My gosh. And gets rid of it. That's awesome. It's pretty incredible. Uh, Glenn swears by this stuff. Uh, you can try the deodorant stick. Uh, it is as well. You can get it all today for 20% off at sweatblock.com. We got to get, get this for Jeffy. Now, the promo code is back, by the way. You can get it on Amazon as well. Sweatblock.com. The code is back for 20% off. for Glenn, who's uh, lost his voice for at least today. Hopefully, he'll be back soon. Meantime, in about 60 seconds, we got to tell you about this California law. Um, Savannah Hernandez has gone out on the street and asked some people about this law, which uh, covers perinatal abortion. You might recognize perinatal as after the birth. Hmm. That's uh, interesting. Now, when you look up perinatal, that means like 28 days after birth uh a lot of the left are saying no 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 it's only seven days after the birth okay so you can allow the baby to die just seven days after birth huh wow that's that's generous uh we'll get to that and more in 60 seconds Whether you're buying or selling a home, you need to have the best real estate agent you can have. And that's why realestateagentsitrust.com exists. Our friend, the voiceless Glenn Beck, started this company many years ago. Pat, I was talking to somebody uh, yesterday who listed their house and listed at a price they were like excited to get. Had 15 showings by the end of the first day. 15 showings. Wow. They had two offers uh, over their asking asking price price on the first day. That's the market. Uh, it's crazy, especially wow. at least to here that's in Texas. Nice. I don't know if that's still that's holding nice. up across the country, but in Texas, it's like this right now. But this is why it's so important. It, it increases the importance of every real estate transaction. If you are buying, you need to make sure you don't overreach for some house that's not worth it. Right now, it can get tempting to get into these these wars. You need a, a good real estate agent that can talk you through that process. And if you're selling, you know you might not need to make that extra repair. 
right now in this market. And your real estate agent should know what you need to do. What's the right offer to take? Sometimes it's just the way that they're structured. It's not just the number. It's how they're structured that's really important. You need to know realestateagentsitrust.com. Get the best real estate agent in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. That's Pat and Stu uh, for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, we're talking about this uh, California abortion law, which allows abortion anytime during the pregnancy, as most abortion laws do now, uh, at least in blue states. Uh, red states are starting to fight back against that. Um, but in the blue states, uh, you can't you can't be a Democrat anymore and say, yeah, abortion should be safe, rare, and legal, safe, and rare, because they, they don't care about rare anymore, and they don't, they don't care when it happens anymore. It could happen as the baby is being born. That's the partial birth part. Rare has gone the way of CNN+. Plus. Yeah, it is, yes, it has. It is no longer it's a gone. thing. <laughs> yeah. And they're kind of proud of it. They're saying, well, if, it should be, if it's safe and legal, why should we worry about rare? Yeah, and, more, they want and to be more don't. common. Yeah, safe, legal, and common is their new. And I don't even Ugh. know safe. They don't seem to care about much of that either, honestly. No, Certainly they not don't. for the baby. Yeah, <laughs> they don't care about the safety of the baby at the, all. The only thing they care about is legal. Just let it happen anytime, yeah. anywhere. You know, we should we should have abortion clinics inside Seven Elevens, um, because it should be that convenient. It, it should really be just whenever they please. But in California, they're passing this law of about uh, um, perinatal abortions, which allow the baby to die seven days after birth. Very strange. So Savannah Hernandez went out on the street asking people about this new law and what their thoughts were. So basically, like if they have their baby, they can neglect them for seven days. And if the baby dies, then they can't be held criminally liable. What do you think? Yeah. I think whatever like helps women and yeah. like, helps them achieve their like dreams and like, yes. that needs to like happen is like, definitely like acts to help that is like, helping all of us. So. Amen. So I prefer that most women make the decisions at eight weeks. <laughs> okay. But if, uh-huh. but I'm but. also in support of ten months out of the womb. So you think babies should be <laughs> aborted ten months after they're born? If if the mother wants to, yes. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. them kids. So if oh, wow. like yeah. you want to get a late-term abortion, like that's up to you. You know, I've had She's an abortion too, it. and it's it's it was my choice, and I'm happy I had that choice. I've had an abortion myself. Would you guys get an abortion again? Yes, one hundred times. I do it, it multiple times. Me too. Awesome. Until I feel that I'm ready to parent, um, that's a choice I'll continue to make. Huh? Wow, that's great. I had 22 abortions last week, Pat. Did you really? Yeah. 22. In one week? Yeah. Huh. Now, I'm really happy about 21 of them. You should there maybe was... be a little more careful. Is that pardon, too much, is that too much of me, me to ask? Uh, pardon me, <laughs> is that is that too much to ask? It wow. is. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wow. I can't believe you even said that uh, publicly. Yeah. Don't be careful. I've just changed my mind. Thank you. Don't be careful. <laughs> Get pregnant as many times as you want. Yeah, not careful, careless. Right. Be careless about yes, your... That's, that's what, what I we meant. need to encourage in this society. Mm-hmm. More carelessness. Mm-hmm. That's the... <laughs> that's the... Uh, mm. I love that because that... When, when they say the don't say gay bill and, you know, there are they, people oppose this bill. And in the bill specifically, it says age-appropriate conversations. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. to oppose the bill, 
you are outwardly asking for age inappropriate conversations. The, the conversations mm-hmm. must be inappropriate for the age <laughs> for your view of that bill. Uh, if you're on the left, the same thing here. Like if you if you say to someone, what if you're more careful, maybe don't do the yeah, activity yeah, is that, or protect yourself before you do right. activity. Take you're, some precaution. I don't know. There's pills for that. There's pills. There's, there's condoms. There's, there's condoms, all sorts of things. Yes. You prophylactics, know? all sorts of things. There's all you sorts can, of ways to make mm-hmm. sure this this does not occur if you would not like it to occur. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that no. That don't involve tearing the baby apart in the womb. Yeah. I, it just seems like a basic step. And, it does. you know, I understand uh, sometimes the world can be a complicated place. Uh, uh-huh. However, encouraging the opposite of being careful, which would be to encourage someone to be careless, is an odd choice for what we are, are supposed to believe is the responsible side of an argument. Yeah. Well, could this have been precipitated by a guy who once said, I- I'm going to teach my children, I got a t- two daughters. Nine years old and six years old. I'm going to teach them principles, but if they make a mistake, I don't want them punished with a baby. I don't want them punished with an STD at 16. Well, didn't you kind of set things up there for people to feel that way about being punished with a baby? Now they they consider it a punishment that they just don't want to deal with. And so they just eliminate it from their life. It's incredible. It really is incredible. And this law goes even much, much farther much. Than, than this. You know, talking yeah. about, you know, and Savannah, who, you know, was, was, was here with us at the place, mm-hmm. uh, very nice and thoughtful person who's trying to actually get answers on these questions. And just asking questions, you know, I, you know, if you've never seen Savannah, she's young. Uh, she is, she's not an old white man. Right. Uh, and that is, of course, old mm-hmm. white men have no no knowledge, and we should obviously get rid of all of them from society. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not one of them. So and we should never comment no, well, of on course not. abortion no, or pregnancy for, at all. Obviously not. At all. She uh, comes, you know, it's a different package. They, mm-hmm. they, the people talking to her don't think she might be on the conservative side of the aisle. They don't really consider that. So they, right. they, they're not, they, their guard isn't up. They're just answering the questions as they feel. Yeah, I had an abortion. It was great. I freaking loved it. <laughs> I would recommend everybody have about 10, 10 to 12 abortions per month. If you can do it, mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. That's the attitude from some of these people. And, you know, is there no limit? What is the limiting principle, Pat, to the argument of women's choice? What is the limiting principle of that argument? To me, there isn't there, one. There isn't one now. That's a problem. I mean, like, like the guy said, uh, he prefers that you only get abort an abortion within the first eight weeks. Mm-hmm. But he also supports 10 months after birth. Right. 10 if, 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 if the mother wants that. Right. He is not advocating that the dad should have any argument. No, opinion but if in this. the mother wants to kill the child, she may. Yeah. After 10 months. Now, I don't know why the 10 months why barrier. 10 months? Why not a year? Two years. Why not? Why not now? Why not? With, why, why not his parent right now? Right. This is the problem with this argument. If is if 
his mother wants right if his mother to abort him now if his (laughs) mother decided you know you know who sucks is my stupid kid who i just saw on television he's 28 years old and he's the dumbest person alive (laughs) if this is radio but if you saw his haircut you could understand an abortion request from mommy at this point even at 28 years old he he's got the the dumbest haircut Uh, i've ever seen in my life and that guy that guy maybe you know there's an argument to be made if mommy mm-hmm. has a choice yeah that maybe he should be aborted at 28 years old and honestly when you when you adopt the left wing view of this particular issue why why not you why, why not? not it's mm-hmm. the mommy's choice the kid doesn't get rights till when whenever you're saying it is it's arbitrary yeah right at least we had a line of the birth canal before where we could say okay you know, Kermit Gosnell, we're going to put him in prison because he kept killing people after they were born, right? That used mm-hmm. to be, there was a time way back in like 2016 where we agreed with this. <laughs> at least we could acknowledge, okay, there's Peter Singer out there. He's a, an ethicist at Princeton. There was a few people out there who would argue for abortion after birth, mm-hmm. but it was pretty rare. Now it's not. It's not. It's becoming more and more common because, of course, when you say the fundamental foundational truth of this argument when it comes to abortion is mother's choice, there's no limit to that. As long as mommy's alive, mm-hmm. how do you how do you draw this line? How do you draw the line of it's mommy's choice so mommy gets to abort the fetus? It's mommy's choice and we have no respect for life anymore. Just none. And we people these Obviously, these kids are so desensitized to human life that they don't care anymore. And they, they don't no, care. You can put this, you could see too, they've put no thought into it. Even the people who have had abortions have yeah, put no, no, no thought, thought of this. And it's because they know the standard comeback mm-hmm. to any given argument about abortion is, well, if the mom wants it. And that gets you off the mm-hmm. hook for no matter what you say. Yeah. You'd be like, well, you know, uh, wait a minute, but uh, that, that woman was a dictator. She committed genocide. Oh, well, yeah, but she was the mother of the country. The mom wanted it. Mother's <laughs> choice. <laughs> They'll justify anything through that lens. Because, of yeah. course, when it's arbitrary choice by a person, you can justify anything. Right? You could ju- justify anything through that lens. You know, what was the mm-hmm. case back in Houston? You'll remember this, Pat, where the mom drowned five other kids in the bathtub. Yeah, Andrea Yates. Oh, my God. It was one of the worst stories I've ever heard. Horrific. And, and But, like, why would a leftist oppose it? Why would the people in that video oppose that her treatment in that story? It was Today, mother's choice. Today, I don't know choice. that they would. I don't know they would. You just say, you know, well, look, you know, she made a choice there. You know, she was I think the, the oldest was seven, if I remember right. So I, I don't know if they would oppose that. Do you think we could get an on, on like an on record statement from like an AOC that to oppose that case right now? Do you think she would? Mm. Do you think? Do you think she would say something to the effect of, "Look, it might not be my choice." Right, but I'm not going to affect her choice. I'm not going to affect her choice. She's yeah. the mom. Yeah, she gets to make. Who am I to tell her mm-hmm. uh, what choice to make? There, well, I don't know. I, we're, she we're, was stark raving mad. If uh, you might want right. to yeah. affect that choice, if we are not at that point, we are close to it. Yeah, yeah, we are. But we are close to it. They are. They're passing. I mean, just when you think it can't get any worse, it does. It gets worse. Uh, I, I never would have thought we'd get to a point 
where people would be saying 10 months after a birth of a, of a human being that you can end their life if the mother wants it. Would you have ever thought that that was possible? I w- never, just a few years ago. I mean, other than, like you said, Peter Singer, who has been saying this nonsense for a while, but nobody took him seriously at first. Apparently they are now. Yeah, it's, it's similar to the CRT thing. You know, CRT bubbled up in people like, you know, pe- the, the equivalent of Peter Singer uh, at, you know, at institutions for a long time. It sat there for a long time growing mm-hmm. and manifesting itself as they taught generation after generation this nonsensical ideology. And now. Here we are. Right. Like now mm-hmm. we're at the point where something uh, pretty drastic has changed where now that philosophy that was just in colleges is now being taught to your elementary school kids because their teachers went to college and learned it back 20 30 40 years ago Mm -hmm. and we're seeing this beginnings of that i think now with with this extreme abortion and uh, abortion argument and the only positive thing out of it is that it does highlight the craziness of the left in a way that maybe you couldn't you know people when when the argument was okay well pre viability maybe it's okay but we frown upon it we want to make it as rare as possible that argument i think makes sense to some people it doesn't make sense to me i will say but it makes sense to some people uh, i don't mm-hmm. think the argument of we can kill babies after they're born makes a sense to a lot of people only the extreme left and i hope that's true cuz if it's not yeah, we are too. we're lost pat yeah. we're lost it's over no the, question the, the civilization is is over if people can't recognize that 888-727-BECK or coming up one minute. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. If you're buying or refinancing a home uh, because you're looking at the potential rise in rates, you should consider that inflation is going up still. These rates are going up still. We're It was only 2.6% inflation just a year ago. Now it's 85 we haven't seen that since the 80s. Depending on how you calculate it, it might be longer than that. And now, if you have borrowed money for a home and you're looking to refinance, man, this is a great time to do it. Lock these rates. Please don't let these rates go by. without. We don't miss them. I, I just refinanced my home pretty recently. And I remember thinking to myself, I cannot let this, this opportunity go by. We said it for year after year. These are historically low rates. They're, they could go away anytime. Looks like that's the direction we're going. They've basically already announced it. You don't want to miss these rates. Refinance your home while you still can. Look into the facts. American Financing is a group that I've worked with several times. They're fantastic to deal with. They are the mortgage consultants that are salary-based. They work for you, not the bank. They'll give you a free mortgage review to determine what the best options available to you are. American Financing, it's 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or you can go see them at AmericanFinancing.net. It's AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, former model Kathy Ireland is among the celebrities going after this uh, horrific bill in California, trying to make people aware of it. In fact, she tweeted out, I've no, I don't think I've ever seen Kathy Ireland say anything about politics. Um, but she tweeted out a new iniquitous California bill. AB 2223 will legalize infanticide. 
Killing babies up to 28 days old. Uh, people of all faiths, no faith, every political party, race, gender, and sexual orientation are vehemently rejecting this. Please click the link and take action. Um, so the left is completely denying that this legalizes infanticide, of course, because that's, I mean, that's horrific. And some of them are saying no. And it's only if the baby is born and you've got seven days to uh, leave it to die, not 28. So that's much more sensible. Isn't it though? Yeah. Isn't it? This is what they do. This is Overton Window City though. This yes. is what they do. Okay. All of a sudden, yeah, 28 days. Come on. And they say it won't. It, this kind of thing won't happen. But when you open it up like this and and you make an allowance for perinatal abortion, what does that mean? Well, there's no such thing as perinatal abortion. It's not a thing. Right. Abortion it's is murder, yeah, it's just murder of an infant, which is where the infanticide uh, situation comes in. And then now the left claims that's extreme and uh, it's nonsense. And when you go and visit PolitiFact or whatever, they'll say it's false. But the bill is worded such that it does seem to legalize that. Uh, and I, I don't know why you would have that in the bill if it's not going to allow that to occur. Um, so it's interesting that even some celebrities are starting to speak out about it. Maybe maybe there's some hope for humanity because if if people are at the point where we just look the other way on infanticide, we just look the other way when you can kill babies who have not been aborted but the mother doesn't want the baby after seven days after birth um then we're done as a civilization i think we're just over again what's the point of having a civilization other than to protect the people who need it the most and people who can't even feed themselves and Mm -hmm. and that's what the The most vulnerable among us yeah it's why you do this. Why it's why you build a society in the first place. It's the, the most basic function of a society at some level, and you know now we're at a point where they're admitting they don't want this to occur. And, and you're right. Like they, this is the same thing Northam had as his his uh, as his excuse when he was on a radio show and said, "Yeah, I mean, you know, if the mom chooses, you know, after birth, I mean, only if the mom chooses. Obviously, we're not going to force it." Um, like who was suggesting that we force it we were suggesting keeping the kid alive is what we were suggesting right it's between keeping the kid alive and allowing it to be murdered right and he was like well look if the mother chooses we have to you know we're just going to go with that choice and it's like afterward they're like well it'll be rare and we don't really mean that it's going to happen all the time and you're blowing it out of proportion and yes that's how it technically reads but that's not really going to be the way it's utilized and they always have some excuse when they realize they've said too much yeah, that's when the arguments come out. But left to their own devices, they just say this stuff now and mean it and do it. The Glenn Beck Program. When you donate to a charity, you're probably you're probably a data type of person. You want to make sure that it's a worthy cause, that it does what it says it's going to do, uh, that it is uh, the good way to spend your hard-earned money. Well, you got to do your homework on the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Charity Navigator rates them four out of four. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Tower Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families. This is a great organization. You've probably heard of them. They're they're fantastic. They, uh, if a first responder or military service member doesn't come home, young children are left behind. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation 
pays off their mortgage to lift the financial burden and bring their family to stability. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to live more independent lives. And now through Operation Homebase, Tunnel to Towers is gifting tiny homes to homeless veterans. It's just a great organization. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, need your help. Help these heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. It's T2T.org. Don't forget, use the promo code GLEN for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, on Friday... Joe Biden said something interesting about the future of the U.S. military. I'm not convinced this is something we should focus on, but here's what he had to say. In the United States military, every vehicle is going to be climate friendly. Oh. Every vehicle. We're going to vote. No, I mean it. Yeah! It's been yeah. billions of dollars to do it. It's been billions and, of dollars to do it, but mm. every vehicle is going to be climate friendly. I don't care about that. What I care about is that the U.S. military, and I bet they do too, uh, has the best equipment available mm-hmm. to them. At, at better any, than anybody else's equipment. At any any cost to the climate. <clears throat> yeah, whatever. <laughs> That's not something can even considering when thinking about the military. Now, no, hopefully we don't have to so- use them. Asinine, uh, but yeah, that's not a. That's not a. By the way, uh, watching the video, was he aware he was facing away from the podium uh, and the microphone? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. As it just seemed like he was just. Now I know there was people standing back there, but yeah, but. I was. I'm hoping that he heard a question from back there and he turned around because no, if not, no. we're even deeper down this uh, this this yeah. problem area. When Watch it comes him to again his- and and pay attention to that because I'm pretty sure nobody says anything to him. <laughs> But, in uh, the United States military, yeah. every vehicle is going to be <laughs> climate the friendly. Why are you telling every them? Vehicle. No, I, I mean it. No, he means it. He's, He's not joking. He spent billions of dollars to do it. He spent billions of dollars and, uh, to do it. And, okay. Literally not a concern. Not a concern. You know, the one thing that, when you think about the, the constitutional limitations of government, mm-hmm. the one thing that they actually should be doing is a military. They should have a military to protect the country. Okay. And yeah. in addition to, uh, to, <laughs> to that minor detail, mm-hmm. uh, the, when you want the government to do something, you have to ask yourself a fundamental question. Do I care about inefficiency? And I mean that sincerely. Like, there are things we want the government <clears throat> to do. Mm-hmm. But if you can clear that basic hurdle in that you don't care about inefficiency, the government might have a role. Like, for example... Uh, it would be inefficient to store, let's say, tens of thousands of ventilators, right? For no use, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. However, when a pandemic occurs, it would be great to have them. So you might be okay, okay. with the inefficiency. Uh-huh. No one can make money. No business can be like, you know what? I'm going to make some money. I'm going to just store some ventilators for about 15 years until a pandemic <laughs> might happen, right? There's no way to, it's, there's no way to make that into a business model. So mm-hmm. maybe the government steps in and has some of these around. Now, of course, they tried to do that and failed. <laughs> so even, yeah. even when you are okay with inefficiency, they'll probably screw it up. But if you can mm-hmm. embrace inefficiency, it might be okay 
for the government to be involved if there are no other constitutional concerns. The military is a great example of this. I am completely fine with the government blowing through a billion dollars trying to come up with a new weapon system. Oh, yeah. Totally mm-hmm. fine with it. Mm-hmm. I I actually encourage them to try. Take mm-hmm. billions of dollars and try a bunch of different crazy stuff that you think might turn into an incredible weapon system to defend us. That is an okay use of taxpayer dollars in my, in my opinion. It is okay to spend money training soldiers for wars they may never fight. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. I am fine with that. Make mm-hmm. them really strong. Give them the best weapons. Make them the best military on earth. And hopefully that leads to a complete waste of money because they never fight a war. Totally fine with that. This idea is incredibly stupid. The last thing you should worry about Mm -hmm. when talking about defending your country is an impossibly small percentage of global emissions. Right. Impossibly small to the point where tanks. Let's not worry oh about electric tanks. Never right think now. about it. Never think of it. Never think of it. Especially when an electric car will only go 275 miles <laughs> on a charge. Right. My tank, <laughs> I want that to go as far as it needs to. Yeah. And uh, without stopping overnight and charging it for 12 hours. Exactly. You know, you if, you know what, if it's efficient, <clears throat> And let's say the electric, because they usually do, the electric vehicle costs much more. However, you found that it was a better way mm-hmm. for a tank to operate. And it'll then last you longer. All of the money on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if, if, but right now, we don't have that. Well, That's for, not possible. For example, one of the things we've done is come up with nuclear submarines, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because we, that, now that is not. That's not an efficient one. We call it a nuclear submarine. How, how could that possibly be? Because we don't care about efficiency. <laughs> when you're defending the country, you take efficiency and you throw it in the in the in the garbage. You don't recycle it. You throw it directly into the trash. Mm-hmm. You don't think about it. Now, look, we, that doesn't mean waste money on nothing. No, when you're spending six hundred dollars for a toilet seat, that's, that's dumb. That's the dumb but inefficiency. It should be at some level expected. This is why you don't turn over large portions of your economy to the government because they're going to do things like that. The mm-hmm. military is going to buy $600 toilet seats. They are. Get used to it. And, you know, I will, of course, if I'm in the military, if I'm advising military policy, which shockingly enough, at this point, I am not. But if mm-hmm. I were, I would advise against $600 toilet seats. Mm-hmm. However, you have came to go across that line item, I might say. <laughs> you might say not this like, one. Can we find like something a little cheaper than that? Right. Like, I don't know, 20 bucks? Right. Is that possible? But when they're like, you know what? We are thinking, we, can we have like $100 million to try to bounce lasers off of stars? Yes. 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 You can have it. Yes. hundred. Yeah. Yes. Here you go. Here's your money. Bounce <laughs> some lasers off of stars. See if they'll come down in Moscow. I don't know. Try it. You know what I mean? Like I, uh-huh. y- y- when you're talking about the defense of the country, you don't care about these things. And, and when you talk about, this is a, it's remarkable. People just don't think about it. When you're talking about cutting emissions, the decisions they ask you to make won't make a difference even if they're totally right on the science often conservatives will say wait a minute well we quibble with you on this part of the science we quibble you with you on that part of the science and that's important mm-hmm. you, of course getting the science right is really important if you have a, a you know a disagreement it's important to have that debate but like it's also important to realize that if we lost like for example if our entire transportation sector not just cars not just your car but 
cars, trucks, planes, every, your entire transportation sector went from what it is today to zero emissions tomorrow, we would cut something like 4% of global emissions. And that percentage mm. would be made up by China within about two or three years. So think of what a ridiculous standard that is. Turning the transportation sector off. Not cutting its emissions, not making it just our military use green vehicles, but turning our entire transportation sector off tomorrow would make basically no difference. That is how, that's how grand a scale this, this issue is. Mm-hmm. It's not the type of issue you could say, you, you, your personal sacrifice is a giant zilch. It means nothing. It is just a signal it is just a way to play along, to tell everyone who you are, what you care about. They are trying to influence not the climate, but your votes with this nonsense. That is all it is. It will not do anything. You buying hybrids, even, you know, uh, you know there's a lot of affinity for our, our friend, Elon Musk, who, who has done more to affect uh, this issue when it comes to the transportation sector than any individual human being. And now the left hates him. Mm-hmm. We should point out that they obviously don't believe that global warming is the singer, single most dire existential threat to our country because obviously Elon Musk, I mean, the guy's tweeted a couple of things we don't like, so let's abandon him. He's not, he's not getting, these aren't union jobs, Pat, so we don't care about his cutting of emissions. But he's built an electric car company and actually made it something that people want. Which and he's is, built rockets that can eventually get us to Mars. Right. Because he thinks we're going to need to live there someday. Yes. That's, <laughs> That's how, how seriously. much he believes in global warming. Right. But honestly, taking <clears throat> even all these cars and going to electric will make no difference. And this is not, remember, of course, electric cars are not emission free. They're built on a mm-hmm. uh, on electricity that is, that is largely coming from fossil fuels, mostly natural gas, but also some coal and, and oil and other items. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, there's a lot of emissions in the the process to put these cars together that are almost never included. But in addition to that, there's the battery that once it's done with its life cycle, uh, it's incredibly toxic to the earth. And the number one supplier for the nickel for these batteries comes from Ukraine and Russia. So there's a lot of issues associated with this. That being said, even if it was perfect and it really did cut all of these cars to zero, it still wouldn't do anything. It wouldn't do anything to solve this problem, even if their science is completely right. So it shows how ridiculous this conversation can be. And to take what I just described, the entire transportation sector going to zero emissions, and think it should be a priority for our military to worry about electric tanks, it's got to be, it is the most Joe Biden thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, just Just plain dumb. dumb. Um, it's, It's as if... He is completely senile when it comes to thinking of these well, things. He, I mean, that's a good point because he kind of is. He's he's kind of completely senile. I mean, look at him on Friday when he did another phantom handshake. This is kind of enough. Kind of this is another one. Yeah, he offers his hand to the wall here in a second. That ah, hello, hello. What are you? <laughs> what, is what are you doing? doing? What? And now we watch. He goes the wrong way. Because you're going to see the Secret Service agent, which you never see. Follow him in there because he went the wrong way. That's why you see the Secret Service agent, because he's going the wrong way. So he turns around. Can we see that one more time? He turns around and offers his hand to the wall. Or 
something. What, what are you doing? Hello? <laughs> and then he realizes and turns around. And then goes the wrong uh, way. And then goes the wrong way. And almost tripped, I think, and fell on his face. And then the Secret Service. And said, there's the Secret Service guy. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, 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 I've, I've been working on something, Pat, a scientific project of sorts. Uh-huh. Uh, over the past few weeks for Studios America, my show, by the way, available uh, on podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure to subscribe to it or on YouTube.com slash Studios America. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, a the uh, Joe Biden gaff emotional triangle. And I've decided to, to come up with this to understand the three types of feelings and emotions mm-hmm. you have after watching a Joe Biden gaff. There is funny. There is uh, fear. Mm-hmm. And there is sadness. Yes, and and each yes. gaff has a different profile on this triangle, and it, it's plotted on this triangle to try to understand where it goes. Because sometimes I watch mm-hmm. these, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what an idiot! Like that one, that's kind of how I felt. Yeah, it was just funny, yeah. maybe a little sad, not necessarily scary. Mm-hmm. When he says something about like, hey, we might just nuke Moscow tomorrow, that's in the scary section, and probably also mm-hmm. sad, not quite as funny. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. the, the, these three distinct feelings you feel when watching Joe Biden screw up on mm-hmm. one of his 20 to 30 times a day, you really need to under to, to categorize them. And I feel like we've had a uh, a movement. If we were to plot these these gaffes over time, we would see a movement towards scary. I feel like we, you know, it was funny at first mm-hmm. and then it got kind of sad. Mm-hmm. And now it really is like, especially with this war stuff. I'm getting to the point where I'm legitimately scared he is going to gaff us into World War III. I am legitimately oh, he could. scared of that. He absolutely could. He almost has done it multiple yeah. times, saying we had troops in, in Ukraine. Right. Saying uh, that, it, ah, it's okay, a minor incursion probably won't do much of anything. We probably won't react to that. Mm-hmm. Ah, NATO might not stick together. There's going to be a lot of disagreement if they do anything. Um, what was the other one? There was another big one in there that I'm missing. It was right around the, the troop. It was in that speech that he made in Poland. Uh, where he, oh, he, uh, regime change in Russia, oh, yeah. right. where he basically seemed to change the U.S. policy on the fly for regime change. He had another one where he was talking about gas prices and just blurted out another major change in U.S. policy. This is like, it's becoming an issue where Vladimir Putin's already not the most sane person, okay? Mm-hmm. He's already doing things that are pretty erratic, and we're giving him excuses to justify that stuff to his own people. He can play videos. Uh, like when, like What's his dumb justification? With the Ukraine thing. He's like, oh, well, you know, basically this is uh, the United States and the West aiding Ukraine. They want to come after us in Russia. Let me show you the evidence of this. Here's Joe Biden announcing $800 million of arms coming to kill your children. Right. Russian citizens. And uh, here's another video of and that one's actually not a gaffe. That's just for some reason our policy to just announce all this stuff. But then uh, and then here he is talking about how he wants to make sure I can't be in power anymore. He wants to change your leadership. I'm, of course, the person you voted in. So, so overwhelmingly so many times. And now he wants to change that. Does he have an argument to the Russian people about that? Are they going to support that? Probably. Yeah, probably. Triple eight. 700-727-BECK. Uh, 888-727-BECK. Now, there aren't too many uh, pet owners uh, out there these days that don't want the absolute best for their best friend. It's a man's best friend. Your dog is part of the family. You want him to live a long and healthy life and be at his happiest when he eats. is a lot. What do you, you know, you want him to be happy. You want him to eat something that is healthy. 
If he's eating dog food, especially kibble food, he might not be getting all the nutrients that he needs. The good news is there's Rough Greens. Rough Greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on top of the dog food, and it makes them eat it immediately. Chock full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. It's in there if it's healthy for your dog. And Rough Greens has it. Uh, Most dogs will go crazy for it. At least every dog I've ever uh, seen with Rough Greens just goes nuts for it. Try it out with your dog and you will see the folks over at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it. They have a special deal going for you right now. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck and they're going to give you your first bag free. First uh, first bag is free. All you'll have to do is pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33 or roughgreens.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. He's uh, lost his voice, but hopefully we'll regain that soon. Uh, we certainly hope so. So hopefully he'll be he'll be back very, very shortly. Uh, we've got more on Joe Biden to share with you because uh, it just never he's he's the gift that just keeps on giving. And uh, he gives and he gives and he gives like he did as he was uh, criticizing Florida Republicans during a pair of fundraisers uh, late last week for targeting Disney. And what he has to say needs to be heard. Hmm. Uh, and I think you'll find it's pretty powerful. <laughs> we'll, we'll share that with you uh, coming up here in a few minutes. Plus, it looks like Elon Musk and Twitter are getting very near some sort of agreement. We'll get into that as well. This coming is up. the Glenn Beck Program.